Have you ever heard a sermon? Maybe somebody preached it and you're in church and you get to the end of that sermon and the first thing you think is, I don't think that really applied to me at all, right? Like you try to be nice about it and I'm a little bit hesitant to even ask you this question as a pastor because I know I do a lot of preaching and I would hate for you to hear the things that I say and then get to the end of that sermon and think, I don't even think that applies to me. What a waste of my time, right? Well, here we are at the end of the greatest sermon ever preached. And Jesus, being the master communicator that he is, is not going to give you and I that option. We actually are not going to be able to get to the end of this sermon and ask ourselves whether or not it applies. Because when it comes to the words of Jesus, it applies to every single one of us. You know, the question is not does the word apply to my life? The question is, will I apply the word to my life? And so this morning, as Jesus is wrapping up this sermon, he's actually going to use the greatest closing story ever, right? He's going to share this story about a wise builder and a foolish builder, and he's going to bring all of us to a place where we have to make a decision about which kind of builder we're going to be. And I can think of at least three things that they have in common, but there's one thing that they don't have in common, and it's the most important thing of all. So let's take a minute and read Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27, and let's talk about what they had in common, and let's get to what they didn't. Anyone, Jesus says, who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents, and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. This story that I just read, that Jesus used to close out his Sermon on the Mount, this isn't about two make-believe people. This story is about me and it's about you. See, all of us have some things in common. And when he begins this story with anyone, he literally means anyone. It means it doesn't matter if you are wealthy or poor, if you um, feel like you're privileged, if you feel like you're you're under attack right now, if you if you feel like life is great or life is horrible. It doesn't matter where you are or how you think you are. What Jesus is getting ready to teach us applies to you. It applies to me, to anyone, right? And so here's what we all have in common. Number one, all of us are hearing the words of Jesus. Here's number two, all of us are building a house. And number three, whether you know it or not, all of us are facing a storm. Listen, all of us have heard the words of Jesus. You, this is week number 15 through the Sermon on the Mount. And if nothing else, if you've tuned in for any one of those messages, you have heard words from Jesus. All of us have. We have that in common. Now, not everybody in the world has heard the words of Jesus. And we as believers, we should put our money where our mouths are. And we should put our feet into action. And we should absolutely make sure that everybody on the planet has the opportunity to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. But right now, today, where we sit and stand on this Sunday morning, all of us have heard the words of Jesus. None of us are without excuse. None of us can actually say, eh, I don't think I ever heard that, right? We've all heard 
his words. Here's, here's the second thing. Not only have we all heard the words, but we're all building something. Every single one of us is building a life. That's what those builders had in common, right? They both were building houses. And my guess is they probably look pretty similar, right? And, and, and all of us could look at each other's houses and we can make snap judgments. Boy, that person, their, their life looks great. Or, or their life is, eh, it's kind of like a little shack, right? But the point is all of us are building something. And all of us are probably trying to make it look as nice as we possibly can. Everything that you and I do every single day is another brick, it's another beam, it's another piece of drywall. Everything we do is making our house become a reality. Listen, some of us go to sleep at night with a false security. We don't even know it because the house looks great, right? Everything looks sturdy, everything looks steady. But there's something coming that all of us have in common as well. Remember that third thing? All of us are facing a storm. Listen, a storm is coming, and not just to some of us, but to all of us. One of the things that's always fascinated me about this passage from Jesus is that in the NIV, verses 24 and 26, the first 16 words of both of those verses are exactly the same. It doesn't matter if you're a wise builder or a foolish builder. The fact that we're living and building a house qualifies us for a storm. Listen, there are storms that are coming and I don't know what your storm looks like. Storms look different for a lot of people. It'd be interesting right now if in the comment section, you just typed a word or two to describe the kind of storms that you faced in your life. Here's a couple that you might wanna type down, type in there. Uh, maybe you faced death, right? Maybe you faced the end of a relationship. Maybe you faced the loss of a job the loss of a close friend. Maybe you've, you've experienced the loss of freedom, but all of us have experienced storms. It's, it's one of the three things that we all have in common, right? And, and here's how I know. If you type in the comments right now, some of the storms that you faced, and you take the time to go back and read the comments, the words that you type to describe your storm will also have been typed by somebody else. So none of us are immune. We, we live in a culture where we want to believe if we do all the right things, we'll never have hard times. But the truth of the matter is storms are common to all of us. All of us are facing storms. COVID-19, you know what it is? COVID-19 is a storm. What, what we're going through right now, none of us saw this coming. And it's a storm. And it's something that God can use in our lives. But before we get to that, let's talk about the thing that that they didn't have in common, right? Now, because I'm a preacher, we sometimes are really bad about complicating what Jesus makes simple. Have you known preachers like that? Please don't point at me, right? We complicate what he makes simple. And I do not want to get to the end of this extremely easy to understand practical sermon from Jesus and complicate it when he didn't. So the one thing the one thing that they didn't have in common is the foundation. Now, I don't know if you can see behind me, but I'm standing at a job site in my neighborhood. Um, it's not a house that I'm building, but it's a house that's being built. And what you can see are, are the footers that have been poured. The, those little spots of concrete, those are footers and, and they've gotta be poured. It's gotta, it's gotta be right so the foundation of the house is secure. 
every house that's built is built on a foundation. And what we learn in this story is that's the one thing that these builders didn't have in common. There, there's probably lots of reasons why people would choose to ignore the words of Jesus and build their lives on sand. But one thing that comes to my mind is it's just, it's just quicker and it's just easier. I mean, let's be honest, y'all. A life of obedience is hard. I remember I was on staff at a church when, when they started a building program. And so we, I preached a sermon one time and talked about a really, really expensive hole. Because what happened was as we began the building project and they started to dig down for the foundation, they dug and they dug and they had to keep on digging it, it was it was so much money to dig a really expensive hole in order to get to the bedrock where we could begin to build it back up. Listen, sometimes it's expensive. It's time consuming. It takes longer than we want it to in order for us to, to build a foundation that can withstand the, the houses that we're building. And for that very reason, there are a lot of people that take shortcuts. They, they don't want to trust in what God says. They want to do what they want to do when they want to do it because they simply don't want to pay the cost. You know, we talked about that last week, about there's a cost involved in walking this way with Jesus. And I want to encourage you today to think that, think differently. Like think even though it's hard to be obedient sometimes, that's the foundation. That's the foundation that we can build our lives on. 1 Corinthians 3.11 says that there's one foundation and his name is Jesus Christ. There's no doubt that Jesus is the foundation of our lives. But what I want you to see in this story, in this story that Jesus concludes his message with, the foundation he's talking about is our obedience to his words. And here's how we know that. At the end of this Sermon on the Mount, the Bible says that the crowds were amazed. Ask yourself this question, what were they amazed at? They weren't just amazed at Jesus, and they weren't just amazed at his words. They were amazed because he had authority that the other teachers of his day didn't have. They were amazed at the authority of the words of Jesus. And I want to encourage you, as we wrap up this entire teaching on the Sermon on the Mount, I want to call you to be amazed at the authority of the Word of God, to actually Build your life on the authority of the Word of God. And here's how we know when we're doing that and when we're not doing that. If we can hear the Word of God and kind of eh, take it or leave it, if we want to bring our lives to the Word and try to make the Word fit our lives, then, then we haven't really submitted to the full authority of the words of Jesus. We have to bring... We have to bring our lives to the Bible and let the Bible change us, whether we like it or not. See, the wise builder, he submitted to the words of Jesus. He heard the words of Jesus. He did the words of Jesus and his house survived the storm. The foolish builder heard the words of Jesus too and he chose not to do anything about them. And here we are at the end of this series and you and I have a decision to make, don't we? We've heard teachings from Jesus about our attitudes. We've heard about, about how murder and adultery are more in the heart before they are in our actions. We, we've heard about giving. We've heard about prayer. We've heard all kinds of teaching. And here at the end, what he's really saying to us is, look, what are you going to do with what I've said? 
and 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 you and I won't really know until the storms hit. Right now, I would I would submit this that storms reveal which foundation we chose. And in this season that our church is in, that our city's in, that our country is in, a lot of people are, are seeing what foundation they chose. So, so here's how we're going to wrap up, not just this teaching, but the entire win, win series. Do you know when you and I will truly win? It's when we choose to not only hear the word, but do something about it. And so I'm going to give you one of the cheesiest big ideas I've ever had. And then I'm going to give you my favorite part of the story that we just read at the end of this Sermon on the Mountain. Now, here's, here's the cheesy the cheesy big idea. When it comes to the Word of God, if you hear it and do it, your faith will get through it. That's it. Hearing it and doing it. And when we put those together, our faith will survive any storm. It's not enough just to hear. It's not enough for you just to sit there and say, man, Paul's a great preacher. I love the way he brings the word of God alive. It's not enough just to hear it. We actually have to act on it, right? We've got to put action with what we believe. James chapter one, verse 22 is clear. It can't get any clearer than this. Here's what it says. Don't just listen to God's word. Do what it says. Now, Let's talk about my favorite part of the story. And I want you to give me a little bit of grace here because my favorite part of the story actually isn't even in the story. It's what happens after the crash. All we know is a wise builder has a house that stands the storm and a foolish builder has a house that fell, fell with a great crash. But what happened after that? Well, we don't really know. But I think if it was me and my house had just crashed, I would turn and learn from the person whose house did not. And so this... This crash that we're experiencing right now as a, as a culture, this COVID-19, this storm that's revealing whether or not you and I have built our lives on the rock of the word of Jesus Christ. Do you know what this is allowing us to do? It's allowing us, while we still have time, to make corrections, to rebuild our lives on the right foundation. And so if you're in this storm and you realize, man, I've, I've made some mistakes. I've, I've built my life on sand and, and it's not withstanding the storm. There are areas of my life that are literally crashing around me. Can I just shift your perspective here and, and encourage you to look at the COVID virus, this coronavirus, this COVID-19, to look at it almost like an opportunity to reset and to rebuild your life. You and I had the chance to make a, let's call it hashtag Corona correction, right? We can actually make the Corona correction in our own lives. We can see where we've not built on the right foundation and whatever has not withstood this storm, you and I had the opportunity to build it on the word of God. And so I want to call you as Phil and Jen come and as they close out this entire series with a song that many of us know called Build My Life. It's a song that's going to call you to build your life on the right foundation. I want to offer you some space to be with the Lord, to make this your prayer, your declaration that I'm going to build my life on the word of God. I'm going to stand on the authority of the word of God, no matter what it says, no matter what it costs me, no matter what it is. If the word says it, then I'm going to do it. 
because that's the foundation that allows us to build houses that will last. Hear it and do it, and your faith will get through it. You guys take this time to pray, to be with the Lord, to worship, to make this a commitment, and I'll come back and close us out when we're done.
All right, so Father, I just pray right now for those that are tuned in here that have just spent time with you, that have just reconnected with you and recommitted to be people of the word. Lord, we, we want to build our lives on the authority of what you have said, on the bedrock of what you have said, and not on the sand of what we think about what you said. We want to build our lives in faith on you. And so, God, I just pray right now for those that, one, have made a decision to follow you for the first time ever, God. They've tuned into this Facebook stream, into this streaming service, and, and they've made a decision to follow you. I pray right now that you would fill them, God, with confidence that they would literally feel the rock beneath their feet as they stand on the declaration of your word that says, if anybody calls on the name of the Lord, he or she will be saved. I pray for those that have rededicated themselves to you. I pray that they would find themselves with a fresh commitment to study your word, to read your word, to be people of your word. And I pray, Lord, for us as we continue to move through this season of COVID-19, I thank you, God, for the ability we have to correct the ways that we have not built our, our lives in the right way. I thank you for this corona correction and we see it, God, as a gift from you, as, as, a, as a, a building inspector would. You've come through and said, man, if you don't fix these things, it's going to cause you problems. And so we make a decision today to correct the areas of our lives that we have not built on the, on the truth and authority of your word. I pray, God, that you would give us hearts to want you more than anything else. And Lord, I pray that you would fill us, God, with the confidence to know that when we place our lives on the authority of your word, we win. God, use us in our city. Use us, God, to spread the confidence that your word is true, that we don't ever come to your word and try to make it fit our lives. We always bow our lives before your word. And when we do that, we know that our lives will last, that what we're building will last. And I just pray that blessing over our church in your name, Jesus. Amen. Hey, listen, thanks for being with us today. What an amazing series this has been. We can't wait to spend time with you this Wednesday in prayer. Join us right here at seven o'clock and then we'll be back again next Sunday. Have a fantastic week.